everyone. I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is going to throw us curveballs, that we're going to doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason. And I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. I'm Coach Kelly, and today we are going to explore how in the world do I choose confidence and what does that really mean? And before we dive in, let's do some listener shout outs, shall we? All right, let me get these. Okay, here we go. The first one is from R-O-N-G-O, one of those great Apple podcast nicknames. That's what they are. And R-O-N-G-O says, inspirational. Kelly has such a knack for getting you to consider things that were difficult to even think of before. She brings clarity and positive regard, which becomes synergistic with your own ideas as you listen. She is so much fun to listen to, and her authenticity is touching. I can't wait for the next one. Thank you so much, R-O-N-G-O. We are thrilled. I am thrilled. I don't know why I keep saying we. I. I am thrilled (laughs) that you are getting so much value from this podcast and you're finding inspiration from it. And my promise is we're going to keep on doing that. So thank you for that great review. Okay. The next one is from another Apple podcast nickname. Love these. This is so cute. XXX Tooch XXX. XXX Tooch XXX says, great story, very inspirational, high energy and high confidence. Atta girl. Thank you, XXX Tooch XXX. So many X's and O's right back to you. I'm super glad that you're finding this inspirational and we're going to just keep on keeping on with that. Okay. So thank you so much to our listeners who are giving those amazing reviews. It's fun to give you guys shout outs back. So keep those reviews coming because you may hear yourself next. Alrighty. Let's jump in to today's episode on choosing confidence. What does that mean? I get to work with people every day and often what goes right on their coaching plan is confidence in, and you can go ahead and fill in the blank on that one. Maybe you might even be thinking of one yourself, like what do I want confidence right now? What do I want confidence in right now? So often we tell ourselves that confidence is one of those intangible, inherent qualities. Either you have it or you don't. We see people who seem to just exude it, and you know who I'm talking about. They're the ones that walk into a room and just command it. You can't miss their presence. They're like social butterflies with the presence of something so much larger and greater. It's like when a butterfly just flies by you, you just, you just know, 
you just watch and you just know and you marvel in their presence. So have you ever wanted to be that person? Have you ever wished that you had the confidence to be the life of the party? Or if not that, at least the very least not shy away from the party altogether. And whatever the party is, I'm air quoting that, whatever the party is for you. People are attracted to confidence. I've always wanted to inspire that. And here's what I've learned over the years. We can choose to be confident. It is a choice. And if you guys remember, we have been talking so much about all the different choices we have throughout so many of these episodes. And we are literally free to choose confidence. Confidence is an attitude. I remember when I was growing up, I was probably about 11 years old, and I joined an organization called the Job's Daughters. And the Job's Daughters is an organization for young women ages 11 to 18. And I got to tell you, it was probably, I think I was involved from like 11 to 16-ish, and I stayed involved even after contributing back. And it literally was probably one of the most interesting and defining times in my life. You guys might remember I, I was really, really, really shy growing up. And so being in this organization really helped me blossom, if you will, not to sound corny, but it did. It really did. And I remember, I think my mom must have just been so good at gently pushing me to stretch outside my comfort zone. I don't ever remember it being like pressure. I was always at choice to do the things that I, I wanted to do when it came to, you know, extracurricular activities. Sometimes I didn't get to do the ones I wanted to do. Uh, and sometimes I did. And I just remember she really encouraged me to stretch. We didn't use those words back then. We didn't. She encouraged me to challenge myself. And I remember in Job's Daughters, there was some sort of, I think it was like a speaking competition or something. And I was fifth messenger. And that was one of the chairs in our organization. And I was really good growing up with memorization. I could memorize like nobody's business multiplication tables, bring them on. I could, I could memorize so much. And I also read all the time. Like I was such a crazy reader all the time. And so I just loved it. Now, if I didn't have to talk about it or speak up about it, that would be just fine. But in Job's Daughters, we actually got to memorize a lot in, in whatever positions we held. And there were just certain things that you memorized and and they were stories, if you will. And as Fifth Messenger, it was, it was a very long, and I think maybe that's why Fifth Messenger was probably part of this competition, because it was a, whoo, it was a lot you had to memorize. And so you got to memorize it, and then you got to go stand and deliver. You got to, you know, stand up in front of perfectly good strangers and other Jobies and stand and deliver. This is from my memory. I may not be getting all of the, the logistics exactly correct. But this, is, this is what was happening. And so I remember my mom and I drove down to wherever we drove down to. I don't even know if it was down, but it felt like we were driving down somewhere. And I was so nervous. I was so 
incredibly nervous. And you might remember in that episode where I talk about that time I couldn't speak, which I think was episode 15, the time I couldn't speak, uh, what happens to me when I get really nervous before I get to talk or speak or what used to happen. I mean, palm sweating, that, the whole thing. It's probably the first time I realized I sweat under my armpits. Sorry if that's TMI. Anyhow, and I just remember sitting and, and you know, waiting for my turn and, and my mom being with me in a way that just created some sort of comfort and, and maybe some sort of confidence too, I, I, I feel like. And we just talked about what I was about to do and she encouraged me to do my best. She let me know that she was proud of me for even going for it. And, and I, d- I just remember that so strongly. So I got up, it was my turn to speak. And what do you think happened? I started, I started out okay. I don't think I had dry mouth, but I'll tell you all of a sudden I was looking at the judges, looking at all the other Jobies in the audience and I froze and I went blank and I wanted to tell them my phone number and address that I had memorized years and years ago because I couldn't remember that I couldn't remember what I was supposed to say. And I probably talked like there were a bajillion marbles in my mouth and so on and so forth. And I remember stopping and this time I did ask, could I start again? And they let me and I did it. And I, I did okay, but I, I remember I chose in that moment, I, I don't think I chose consciously confidence. However, I was there, what else was I going to do? There was no way I was going to go run and hide, even though I wanted to. And I just kept going. Now I'll tell you that second time around, I didn't do it perfectly. I didn't win an award for, for my speech, but I did it. I did it. And I remember I thought, okay, that wasn't bad. I didn't die. I'm still here. And I remember like going back out and and facing my mom. And I was so worried I was going to disappoint her. I was so worried. I was so nervous. And she just gently said to me, I'm so proud of you. Way to stand up there and do it anyway. And then she gave me a little gift. I think it was a charm from my charm bracelet. I'm, I'm sure of it. I can kind of see it and hear it jingling right now. And I, it just is one of, one of the most precious moments I had with my mom growing up because it just, you know, we can do anything. We can do anything. Sure, I was embarrassed. Sure, I messed it up. All of the things. But I stood anyway. And so somewhere in there, and I'm going to suggest it was probably at a subconscious level, I chose confidence. Somewhere in there. I didn't know it at the time. How could you at a young age like that, I think? But I did it. And it was just, it, it, as I was thinking about this episode, it was just one of those defining moments that I could, could share with you where you choose it despite what's going on and you keep going. And you guys might be thinking about some times where you yourself have had to choose confidence, like trusting yourself as a parent to make certain decisions, advocating for another human being, even when it's uncomfortable. Maybe it's launching a business or launching a passion project or launching a podcast, writing a book, you know, anything where you don't really have all the answers right in the moment. However, you choose to keep going. You choose to stick with it, right? So think about things like that. 
because we've all had experiences. So it's one of the first things that I always look at when I'm working with people is, tell me a time when you were really, really confident. Tell me a time because we can anchor back into that. Let's look at the inevitability of confidence. Think about this. What does it feel like to not be confident? What do you experience with the chatter in your head? What does it feel like in your body? Check in with your feelings because they're telling you things. Then what was it you were thinking or thinking? Can you remember? What was it you were thinking or thinking? Because thoughts generate feelings, so you want to pay attention to the thoughts that are rolling through your head. When we're feeling unconfident, it feels hopeless at times, uncertain most of the time, and frustrating like all the time, right? Almost like you're at the bottom of a big barrel of yuck. You can really only be at that bottom for so long, though, if you think about it. Sooner or later, you must rise up. Maybe not much, but a little bit. Otherwise, none of us would even keep going for the things that we really, really want. We'd throw in the towel and we'd call it quits. And the cool thing in all of this, that little fact alone that you have at times, in fact, many times, have practiced choosing confidence, albeit even at a subconscious level, should give you a huge boost. If you've managed confidence before, you can manage it again, a little more every day, as a matter of fact. Think about a time you felt like you've been tossed aside like a wildflower, or you've come back and are, and, and then you've come back and you've been, you know, standing on your own two feet. Think about that time, like where you've just felt like, but then you came back and you stood tall. Have you ever failed a class? Have you ever lost a job? Do you ever get challenged on your opinion, a project, your job, your relationships? Anything that has brought you down that you didn't allow to conquer you took confidence. You chose it. Simple as that. So what do we do with this? I hope if you haven't realized that you've had much confidence before, that suddenly you've seen and taken stock of countless times when you confidently came back from something harsh and took the step forward. Through life events where you may have endured more pain than you think is really fair, the upside has been that you've been building confidence through all of those situations. And you probably weren't even aware of this. See, just like I was sharing with you when I was a Joby, I didn't know I was choosing confidence all along that adventure that I was at the subconscious level. And here's the thing. Now that you know, the jig is up. Now that this information is out there, now that you've heard this, the jig is up. And you have an opportunity to continue to be conscious about it. You may still feel like you are nowhere near being as confident as you like, and that's okay. So how do we move forward? Let's take a look at that. Here's the million dollar answer to how I choose confidence. Are you ready? One person, one situation at a time. Really? That's it. One person, one situation, at a time. Oozing confidence does not appear overnight. 
Confidence builds upon confidence. I'm going to say that again. Confidence builds upon confidence. The more times you build it up, the stronger each layer and each level gets. So you build your confidence one situation and one person at a time. For starters, think of the very last situation or person with whom you felt your confidence was shot. Think about that for a minute. And, and maybe think of a time you felt like something you would never ever do again, and yet you did. Find confidence in that. Find confidence where you felt like your confidence was shot, but then you showed up anyway. Maybe it wasn't immediate, but it was at some time. Anchor into that. Listen, find confidence in it. Don't ever doubt who you are. Don't ever doubt who you are. You're still the same person that you were then. You're just a little further down the road and you're building confidence along the way. So count on that. Continue living as you lived then and now a little more confidently. Change nothing about yourself because a lot of times people think, oh, I got to completely change to be confident. Nope. Only thing you're going to change is your attitude. That's it. And keep going step by step. And maybe even with a spring in your step, if you will, right? With a spring in your step. Okay. Here's a couple of things just again, to go a little deeper, to help you, help you anchor into that. One, you're a person that people love, period. Remember that you are loved and whatever occurred is only going to make you stronger. So whatever occurred is only going to make you stronger. Both of these things together is adding on another thicker layer of confidence, right? I'll say that again. It's adding on another thicker layer of confidence for you. Let's look at it from another angle. Have you ever lost a job or maybe decided to go for a career change? Remember this, you were qualified to be selected for a job before, right? You were qualified. But listen, it's funny how we forget this. Like immediately, we forget this when we've either lost a job or maybe we're going for another job that we make up and I'm telling you that we make up, we may not be qualified for or we're not good enough or whatever that is, right? We forget, hold up, I've done this before. So regardless of circumstances at the moment, trust that you can know the following things. You were selected for a particular job out of a whole bunch of other applicants. And you're available now for something even bigger and better, despite the fact it isn't pleasant in this particular moment. So remember that. Both of these things are indeed going to make you a more confident person. So keep that in mind. You were selected before. And you are now available for something even bigger and better. Oh, okay, that's freeing. And so now you are a more confident person. You're choosing that. Again, it's probably subconscious or you may even take it to the conscious level. Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I am confidently confident. I am open to something much bigger and better right now. Next time either one of these things or something knocks you off your feet momentarily, your confidence won't take such a hit 
because you've been there and you've done that and you've bounced back and you've risen above. See how this works? It's pretty rad. Confidence builds confidence. Now, while you may still feel lost and feel like you are lacking confidence, at times you have to conjure up confidence to know that confidence builds confidence. Every time you use it and choose it, you get more of it. That's the cool thing. And there's plenty of confidence to go around. There's like an endless supply. Choose it. That's one of the best things about it. And stand up, pull up your big girl or big boy pants and go do something you normally wouldn't do. This is so important. Get outside your comfort zone because that is sure to both challenge your confidence and build it. And the faster you want to be that most confident of confident people, the more you must willingly put yourself out there. Just know that nothing, nothing, nothing can knock you down. You'll always get back up and you'll always be stronger. And you always, I can't say this enough, you will always be a choice. You're in charge. So remember, I was talking about being a Joby, and even though I really kind of blew that whole thing, which was so interesting because I had practiced it so many times, even in a mirror, and I would say it most excellently and beautifully, I still blew it. But you know what? I kept going. I kept doing other competitions. I kept going for other ways to speak out loud in front of people because I was so really scared of that. And every time I did it, I promise you confidence built on confidence and it required being challenged to get outside my comfort zone. I didn't know it then, but I know it now. So remember, you have a choice to lead your life or follow your circumstances. Life is about knowing your passions, your purpose, values, and creating an impact in your life and the life of others. And who emerges from taking the lead in their lives? They're going to be authentic, vulnerable, courageous, and confident. Your choice. Remember, we get to trust that more will be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take a pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt and anxiousness, and live fully the best versions of yourself. I trust that there was some great value for you as you move through your day and take the lead in your life. I would love to hear what you guys are creating in your confidence quest. And as always, any questions you want to answer, send them in or even record them and I will play them live on our episodes and we'll take them on together. Let's keep this party going and stay connected. And I would be happy to support you in any way in taking the lead in your life. You can find me at kellyjmobeck.com and on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. Please share this. You guys, share this with your friends. Share this with your family. Let's keep going together. Have a great week ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. Take care, everyone. See you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, 
head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life.